You're listening to the Metro LA Podcast, an official podcast of the LA International Church of Christ. Good evening, everybody. Buenas noches. Robert and Michelle Carrillo here at Metro Vision Studios, and it's a uh, Great to be together again for another midweek, and we're continuing in our series on getting to know the shepherds of the region, which has been so fantastic. It's been a blast being able to hear. Uh, so far, we, we've got to hear the Sanchez, we've got to hear the Voos, and tonight I'm super excited that Michelle and I get to get some time with the Henleys, and we're going to be interviewing mm. them uh, uh to, for the region to get to know them better. But, you know, I know that it's a little different with the Henleys because they have served for many years here at this region. I know that we're all very grateful for their years of service. Um, and But yet I also know, you know, it's good to just kind of check back in and get to know them better again. So welcome, Henleys. It's great to, yeah, to have you guys thank here. Thank you. Nice yeah. to be um, here. It's, it's, it's been such a great time working with you guys since yeah. we got here. Awesome. You know, you guys, again, you guys were one of the interviewers of us, you know, when we <laughs> yeah. came here. And uh, I remember, you know, we, I think we, I counted up at some point, it was like 28 people that interviewed us or something. Wow. It was, yeah. it was crazy, but Fun it was times. really good. <laughs> and it was actually very effective because we fell so in love with the metro region. Aww, uh, yeah. Just getting the time that we got to have with you guys. Right. And uh, it's been a joy working together, even though it's been kind of crazy with the pandemic. Immediately, right. you know, one sense separated us, so we've all gotten to know each other by screen time. And instead of just actual physical Face time. Them. Even yeah. here we are separated. We're COVID <laughs> safe. Can anybody <laughs> right, wondering? Right. Um, yeah. But it's, it's, it's been a real joy to, to work with you guys, to see your hearts, your hearts for the church. And that's yeah. what I appreciate and respect so much about you guys is, you. is you obviously love God. You obviously love the church here. I love the way you've just jumped, you jumped right into the downtown group serving, helping, you know, helping everybody to be strong and, and be in their best. Amen. And I appreciate that. And I know you guys drive a long ways to get to everything, you know. <laughs> Amen. And, and that, that says a lot about your hearts and <clears throat> your devotion to the kingdom and, and your willingness to continue shepherding. Obviously, you, you served before as shepherds, as a, you, Bobby, as an elder, and Renita as an elder's wife, which mm. is also carrying the load, you know, mm. and, and, and it means a lot. So in one sense, you guys... You're the best ones to count the cost because you know how tense that is, you know, and you Amen. know the burden that is. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and the fact that you're willing to get, you know, just keep serving that way and to jump back in there, uh, I appreciate and respect so much. Amen. And Thank I'm you. I'm very grateful for you. Um, I'm Toro. Michelle, she's going to ask you some questions, but go ahead. Oh, well, I, I just wanted to say it's such a joy to know you guys. And, um, I really, like, I do also remember the interview time, and we had no idea who we were talking to. Right. And at that time, I think you guys were, like, the first group to interact, like, yeah. for us oh, to talk yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think we even yeah. thought we were coming to L.A., you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I just think, gosh, we left there going, oh, my gosh, we love these people. Aww. And um, we are really happy to be with you and Amen. very thankful yeah. for you and all of your service. And um, I'm constantly talking to different sisters who know both of you, know your family, and love you so much. So Amen. I'm really thankful for you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Yes, yeah. Definitely. And so um, we did want to hear about your conversion. Um, this will be fun to yeah. hear how this happened. Yeah, tell us, tell us your Interesting. conversion story. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, well, I'll definitely okay. start. 
Um, so I grew up uh, Baptist and um, going to church every Sunday. I um, started off going to Sunday school, then church, and after service and everything. So pra practically all my childhood. And then when I turned 18, <laughs> oh. you know, that's when it's like I decided I became the prodigal's daughter. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to take control of my life and, you know, just do what I wanted to do and not feel like I had to follow the rules of my mom and, you know, the household. Mm -hmm. And so for four years until I was 22, just living life, so I thought, and taking control of my life. Um, in 86, I remember um, I had a job and I didn't like my boss and I had just gotten a car and I had quit my job because, you know, I was in control of my life and I could do what I wanted to and so I quit. <laughs> and normally I figured, you know, yeah, I can get a job. Who mm. wouldn't want me? I'm a hard worker. Mm -hmm. And took a month before nothing. So I remember calling the prayer line. I don't know if anyone remembers that, but they used to have those <laughs> prayer lines. And I called the prayer line and had them pray for me because my life was in such disarray and I didn't have a job. And I remember praying, God, if you get me out of this, I will start going back to church. Mm. And a week later, mm. I got a job. Ooh. So I, I kept my promise. I started going back spirit. to church. <laughs> I started going back to church, but I went back <clears throat> to my old church. And it was, you know, I felt like I did it for a year and I felt like there was still no change. Everything was still the same. I didn't mm -hmm. feel a change in me. Mm -hmm. And in 89, this lady started working with us that happened to be a disciple and everyone knew about her. It was mm -hmm. like, don't stay away from her. Ah. She's going to invite you to church. <laughs> and my self-righteousness was like, oh, what's wrong with that? You know, we all need to go to church, but I wasn't going. And so that day, I remember having to go to the computer room back in the day when they had the big computer and mm. the green bar paper and no one picked up their report that day. It was totally God. So I had to stay in the room with her to try and find my report through all of this. And sure enough, she goes, so I wanted to invite you to church with awesome. me. Yeah. And I said, oh, no, I have my own church that I go to. Total lie. I wasn't going to church anymore. <laughs> oh, no. So then she said, well, what about Bible talk? I was like, oh, well, that sounds interesting. When is Bible talk? And she, th Thursday night. I said, oh, no, Thursday, that's my Cosby night, different world, <laughs> not landing. I had my TV lineup, so I wasn't coming out on Thursday night. And she said, what about Tuesday? I'm like, oh, my gosh, your church meets a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and so I said, okay, well, Tuesday, I think I can make a Tuesday. I don't have anything going on. And so she was so persistent. She was the persistent widow. Every Tuesday, she's like, are you going to come, come, come to midweek? Are you going to come midweek? I'm like, no, I have a headache. No, I'm tired. So finally, because she would not stop asking, for mm. those of you consistent, be persistent, um, I, I just went because I was tired of her asking. I knew every Tuesday she was going to ask me to come. So I finally went, and the ministry leader, women's ministry leader, was talking about the woman at the well. And that story really convicted me because mm. of just how Jesus knew everything about this woman mm -hmm. and how on the outside she looked like everything was all together mm -hmm. and just all the secrets and I felt like I had so much anger and just this unhappiness in my life and and I wasn't where I wanted to be and I just cried and mm -hmm. they asked me to study the Bible I started studying the Bible three months it took me three months because it was really hard for me to accept yeah. that I wasn't a disciple mm -hmm. and that that meant 
I wasn't a Christian. Mm. And I felt like if I say no, what does that mean? Where does that leave me? So I finally said, okay, okay, I'm not a disciple. What's going to happen now? And they said, you need to get baptized. And so I got baptized and became a disciple in 89. Yeah. Wow, 89. 89. Okay. Wow, you've been around awesome. for a while. A long time. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'm grateful for that. And so my story was she got baptized in 89. It took me another year. And so for that whole year, I persecuted the church. Mm. So were you married? We were married, oh, yes. Yeah. And so I would come home, kick brothers and sisters out the house. They were having Bible talk. <laughs> oh, nice. Get out the house. Oh, nice. Don't hug me, you, you know. Yeah. yeah, and so for a whole year, you know, I, would, I would talk bad about the brothers. And, mm. uh, I mean, I ran for a whole year. But uh, after that year, I've seen the change during that year in Renita. Mm. Uh, she wasn't as combative, mm. you know, with the relationship. And she was changing. Mm-hmm. And that impacted me. And so I was like, it's got to be something to that. Yeah. And so finally, you know, one of the brothers who were persistent as well was like, Bob, we're having a football game. Come over. We'll study afterwards. I was like, oh, I'll give it a try. So I studied the Bible. I was converted in three days. Oh, wow. And so, oh, uh, I mean, when I knew, I knew. Uh-huh. You know, I got to a point where I was like, I can't stop. I'm scared. I'm not right with the Lord. You know, I got to do this thing now. Wow. So, Three, Three days. days later, you know, I was baptized. That was March of 90. So it was March a year 90. after Renita. So. Wow. So w- what was it? I mean, three days, that's fast. That's, you, you turn yourself yeah, in. Yeah, you know, again, I think, you know, I was brought up Catholic. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was altar boy. I went to okay. San Antonio to okay. the seminary to oh potentially boy, be groomed you. to be a priest. <laughs> wow. And when Archbishop of Chicago came to our parish, I was the altar boy that carried the staff, wow. which was full of gold. Somebody. <laughs> you know, 200 pounds. Like, oh, this is heavy, man. Worth a lot of money. And so, uh, you know, I knew about God, yeah. you yeah. know. But when I opened the scriptures and studied the Bible, I knew it was time to really get mm. serious. Yeah. Okay. And again, I was just fearful that, man, if I'm not right, then if something happened to me, you know, I didn't want to be put in that predicament. So yeah. mm. I told the brothers, you know, I'll go to work, I'll have dinner, and I'll be here. And that's what we did for three days. The third day, I was baptized in a horse trough and about 20 wow. brothers and sisters in the basement in Chicago. So. Wow. Wow, that's, that's awesome. Great. That's, I got to say, you know, the what, one thing you, you definitely get growing up Catholic is you know God is real and he's watching. Yeah. If somebody yeah. calls yeah. you on it, yeah. you, you got you to gotta respond. Yeah. Gotta I something. was ready. I was like, I yeah. can't play anymore. So. That's, that's fantastic. It's yeah. so good to hear. And it, it and it's really cool to hear how, you know, perseverance pays off mm-hmm. because clearly people persevered with you guys. Yeah. yeah. And oh, I yeah. think, you know, it encourages me because I think sometimes like, oh, no, nah, you know, I've invited, I've said things right. and, yeah. and that's not going to happen. But wow, you know, yeah. a year later, you know, and, and after being a persecutor, after giving them a hard time. <laughs> exactly. And so have you gotten yours back? Like people persecuting you? Uh, absolutely. In some cases, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so it came full circle. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, God has a sense of humor that yeah, way. Oh, yeah. You know? oh, yeah. yeah. Whatever you do, it comes back on you, right? Yeah. So tell me, what do you love about being disciples? What do you love about being part of the church? Yeah. You want me to go first? I can go first. Oh, okay, after you. <laughs> I, always, I try to go first because he steals my answers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we, know, we know that syndrome. Yes, we know that syndrome. We're familiar with that. Oh, my gosh. Um, what I love about being a disciple, I love the freedom of being being able to be me mm-hmm. um, and knowing that, you know, God still loves me and mm-hmm. the, the fa- my family of church 
friends, they still love me. And, you know, and the world is so hard because you're judged by, mm. you know, how you look and what you have and what you don't have. Mm. And just knowing that all I need to do is just love God. Yeah. And that I have the freedom in that and knowing that, you know, I'm loved through that, that they love my family. You know, mm, as you said, just, yeah. to, you know, because of my love and their love for God, that mm. I'm loved and my family's love. Even if they don't know, you know, our relatives, they still treat them like family. So that's, I love that about being a disciple is that, you know, there's no failure mm. with, with God and with the kingdom, with your friends and family. They still love you even yeah. when you blow it. So I love that. Mm -hmm. And again, with the church that um, Doug Lovegren used to always say that we're an imperfect people serving a perfect God. And that's mm -hmm. what I love about the church is that, you know, despite our imperfections, you know, we still serve a perfect Savior. So. Yeah. 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 Wow. For me, I love being a disciple because I come from a big family and uh, I'm a mm -hmm. relational type of guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have close relationships. I need that in my life. Mm -hmm. And in the church, uh, you get that. And it's true and it's real and it's, it's mm -hmm. brothers and sisters that love you truly. Yeah. You know, and it's concerned about you and will speak the truth and love to you. Mm. I appreciate that so much because so many circles that we're part of, even as Christians, where that's not the case. Mm. Our careers, mm. you know, different places we're in, you know, yeah. they just say anything, you know, to inflate mm. your ego, whatever. In the church, you're going to be told the truth and you're going to be loved with that. And yeah. so I appreciate that so much. I love the relationships. Uh, what I love about being in the church is uh, kind of like I'm a stiller answer what she said about, <laughs> you know, we're not perfect. We haven't arrived. Mm -hmm. We never will. But God is. Mm -hmm. And so long as we keep our eyes on God, eyes yeah. on Jesus, then, you know, we'll be okay. Yeah. So I yeah. love that about That's it. That's good. And how, how do you guys, what, what would you like to see the region change or grow in? How would you like to see the region grow? Um, I think... Just, I think, continue to grow in our unity. I think, um, for me, I feel like um, from the years that we've been here mm. and come back, that we've been so divided as a ministry. Mm. You know, the East did their thing, the South did their thing, and downtown, you know, everyone had their own identity, which is still good, but just like a family, mm -hmm. you, you know, you're the Carrillos, we're the Henleys, you have, a, you know, but we're still family. Yeah. And we still come together <clears throat> and can still be one. You know, like the scriptures say, to be united and, you know, one in faith and spirit and, and, and mind. Yeah. And so just being able to be united in that way um, and not be divided amongst mm -hmm. ourselves. So yeah. I just yeah. want to see us continue to grow in our unity. Wow, that's yeah, good. that's great. That's I think awesome. what, for me, I would uh, desire for the church to continue to take it deeper in mm. knowledge of the scriptures, and yeah, Bible study. Yeah. And, you know, our culture, culture has been for so long, uh, you know, in terms of the forming class, uh, the rowing. You know, yeah. work hard, do what you right. can do, row, 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 row. Man, I was a king of rowers. You know, <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, yeah. worked hard, but really learning how to sail and allow yeah. the Holy Spirit to move things and you just be in tune with yeah. the Holy Spirit and really just go deeper with the scriptures. Uh, I think in the church we have some spiritual brothers and sisters who have sacrificed over the years, uh, but you know, I think in terms of growth from the spiritual level, probably we have pockets that I would desire to really help brothers and sisters to go deeper and grow. Yeah. And it's confidence. It's building people up. It's letting them know yeah. you can do this. You know, it takes discipline. 
you know, but but for for me with the church, that's what I would desire to yeah. see it grow in. So. That's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. I appreciate so much. Uh, really, both of the things you guys are saying about the unity of the of the region and uh, the growth in our biblical background, knowledge, mm-hmm. and use of scriptures. I think that the things that have happened in the last year and a half have so challenged both those areas. Mm-hmm. You know that that. If we're not in the scriptures, if we're not drawing daily strength from God, yeah. we're probably getting pretty beat up by the world. Mm. We're probably getting pretty. I mean, we're all challenged by the world right now. I think, right. but in right. particularly, if someone's not having a great time with God, I, yeah. I mean, man, I don't know how anybody's surviving. I don't know how non-Christians do it. You know, right. yeah. how are they not yeah. being depressed or anxious right. or angry or uptight or fearful? You know, right. Right. because there's so many, so many intense things. And I think even just, you know, being quarantined or, or the pandemic, the division has definitely challenged our relationships. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I appreciate the, 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 the examples you guys have set mm-hmm. of maintaining your relationships and friendships because, yeah. you know, th- that's such a wonderful thing you guys are sharing about the relationships. And I think how not everybody in the church has those relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I know it's, it's another time, another day, but I'd love for you guys to teach about how do you maintain mm. friendships through the years, yeah. you know? Because, you know, we all see people come and go in the church. Right. We've all seen some of our best friends leave or, yeah. or fall away or go somewhere else or move away or whatever. And, and, and I think it's hard as the years go by to keep those great relationships. Yeah. So I appreciate your example in that. Yeah, and, yeah. and even, even just saying it, you know, having that hope, because I think sometimes as disciples, we don't have a vision for it. You know, mm-hmm. we're not even thinking that, like, like you said, even with the, you know, the different sectors that we should be getting to know each other. Right. You know, I think sometimes mm-hmm. we just can stay with who we're familiar with yeah. Yeah. and yeah. be okay with that. But it's, it's so much more, yeah. so much better to yeah. get to know more people and yeah. be close to a lot of people. So yeah. I appreciate um, you seeing that and saying that. And I know that's who you are, yeah. you know, yeah. that that's your heart. So thank you Amen. yeah and I think it, I've, I've you know I've noticed um, you know even Sunday at the park how, there were visitors there and mm. they were sitting there by themselves and mm. nobody was talking to them mm. and, and I was like okay we're we're rusty we're just yeah. rusty at reaching out yeah. and yeah. Yeah. loving people and pulling people in yeah. and and how important that is I, I appreciate that yeah um, about you guys so much mm. um, so you know, a few years ago, uh, we went through a pretty intense situation. It was right before Michelle and I got here, the 2019 split uh, in the region. And, and and I understand, I was just asking you what your timeline was. You guys had moved away and you came back and you got back just in time for, <laughs> for the, right. the, the chaos and the hurt and the tragedy of the split. And so what what did you guys learn through that? What what? What impacted you? What did you learn? What What did you personally feel like yeah. God taught you through all that? Mm. Yeah. Okay, thank you. I knew you would do that, but anyway, I love you. <laughs> I think personally for me, it, it was so many lessons mm. um, that was learned during that time. I think one of the bigger ones w- was that 
really relying on God to continue to increase your capacity to love people in situations that are not easy mm -hmm. or situations that you know something is not right with that mm -hmm. and not just for lack of better terms pushing it aside but yeah. really digging deep and going in mm -hmm. you know in that situation until results are you know seen you know through prayer through love you know getting with people and so really increasing my capacity to love tough situations mm. you know because mm. it's just i don't know about everybody else for me from time to time to be like man i don't get involved with that man that's gonna take hours and weeks and but at mm. the end of the day i do because man what god has done for me and my family and, mm. yeah. and my love for him but i think looking back on that situation particularly really just uh seeking it out Mm -hmm. and then having a plan okay this is what i think needs to happen it needs to be persistent it needs to be on it you know mm -hmm. until things change the old concept of pushing you know what is a uh, praying to something happen mm -hmm. you know what i mean or you know continue to push people in situations that you know you know something's not right here mm. and so if the spirit yeah. is telling you that yeah. then who is it telling the other people and maybe god is saying hey bob you're the one that needs to say something i might be mm. telling everybody else this yeah. Yeah. but maybe you're the one that needs to speak up and say hey 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 i need to raise a flag here yeah. and so that was one of the bigger ones for me personally mm. you know mm. with that whole situation so yeah, yeah i appreciate that yeah. yeah i think for me personally it was just really not, um, just really seeing how when we're not connected and we put ourselves on an island, just really seeing the scriptures about when you're drifting and you don't see how far away you've gone. Mm. And just that, you know, how important it is for us to be open about our lives and, you know, to talk to, you know, just keeping people in our lives and not you know, letting people in on our marriage with our kids. And it just, it's just the, how it damages us when we try and isolate ourselves and try and fix things on our own and don't, you know, really look to God and looking to man mm -hmm. and putting more on a leader or a person than what God has put on them. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, it's just it's sad, you know, that we forget who's in control. You know, that yeah. who's leading us, you know, um, and just really looking, you know, really just really paying more attention to that. And just when we see, you know, when we see, like Bobby said, when we see someone, you know, being, you know, that's not normally like Michelle. You know, mm. that's not normally like, you know, to say something, to speak yeah. up and not say, oh, well, hopefully, you know, Doug <laughs> and Joanna say something <laughs> yeah, to yeah, them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they have point. their yeah, disciples, yeah, so I'll just yeah. let them deal with that. Uh -huh. But, you know, God, God, you know, the scripture says about, you know, how God entrusts, is, we're all entrusted with much. And so when God puts something on your heart to say something and not to just ignore it, but yeah. to really follow through, like Bobby said, on when, when God puts things on our hearts to, to follow through on it and yeah. not leave it to someone else and assume someone else is going to take care of it. Yeah. You know, to draw off something you said, Renita said, you know, we're, we're big as well on, there's no such thing as, a, a, as an island Christian. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, unfortunately in the old culture that was here, that was very evident on so many levels. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, again, when you see that, uh, as someone's part of the family, again, you've got to raise the flag. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. and... Yeah. 
you know, uh, yeah, if you don't have people in your lives, uh, it's scary. It's scary yeah. to me if I don't have someone that's going to call me to the carpet. Yeah. And I know Renita appreciates that because she calls the brothers consistently. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good job, Renita. <laughs> and so, uh, and honestly, I call the sisters too, you yeah, know, uh, and, and we need that. You know, you yeah. need accountability in your mm-hmm. marriage, you know, in your home life. We can all be so spiritual at church and when we're around each mm-hmm. other, but, yeah. you know, yeah. you yeah. need to be that when you're at home. Yeah. You know, because God is watching then as well. Right. Yeah. And so uh, we're just big on just, you know, we have relationships on New York and, mm-hmm. you know, all over the country, you know, yeah. the Bahamas and, you know, that Renita called them. And I'd be like, that's a long distance <laughs> call. You're the phone for an hour and a half. She's like, oh, I got to get some help for you. You know what I mean? It's like, amen. You know, I appreciate it at the end of the day, but it's so crucial. Mm-hmm. And yeah. anyone who does not have that leader, title, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. It's yeah. not healthy. Yeah. You're going to fall and you're going to fall hard. So. Yeah. yeah. I think of the, um, I, I read it when you guys were sharing, I was, I was thinking of the, the classic old question, am I my brother's keeper? Mm. Yeah. And the answer is yes. yes. You know, and I think that, um, I think there has been a mistake in the past. Everybody assumed somebody's taking care of the leader. Right. Leader's right. fine. He's got people or she's got people. And that's right. not necessarily the case. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And somebody's got to ask. And I think, you know, especially, you know, uh, people who've been around a long time, who, yeah. who know, you know, have to have the, the, the relationship to say, hey, are, are you okay? Are you mm-hmm. doing all right? right. You know, you, yeah. you seem off or you seem right. like something's on your mind or you just don't seem your whatever, you know. Right. And, but I, and I also think that that should permeate throughout the fellowship. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that if somebody in our Bible talk seems off, yeah. we will love enough to say, what's going on? Right. How are you? You know, and, yeah. and, and ask the questions and pursue it. And I think that that's it's scary when people aren't doing that. It's scary yeah. when it's not happening in the fellowship. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then, you know, suddenly somebody's gone and everybody's like, what happened? Or right. yeah. somebody, yeah. you know, was living yeah. a double life and nobody knew because right. nobody yeah. was asking questions. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody yeah. was checking on anybody. And, it, yeah. and I think it, it can be a little bit of a, of a kind of a reaction because I know at times in our history we've been like overdoing it with mm. accountability and, you know, almost almost oppressive discipling of, right. you know yeah. report to me you know right. yeah. how long do you have your quiet time and there's I've seen <clears throat> kind of a swinging of the pendulum where mm-hmm. nobody's asking right. and it's like love will cause you to ask you know yeah. if my yeah. son's acting strange I'm going to want to know what's up with you you right. know yeah. what are you doing what's yeah. going on yeah. and not not because I'm nosy or because I want to control him because I love him yeah. you know right. and, and I think that is that's being family, what you guys were talking about yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. And, a, and a healthy way to think about discipling and relationships, you yeah. know. And, and it's, not, it's not because we got, somebody's trying to control somebody. It's not because somebody's trying to dictate their life. Just we care about each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you love know? is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and it doesn't matter if they're the Bible talk leader, if they're a brand new Christian, the region leader. It doesn't matter. We all yeah. need yeah, relationships. You know, I can remember a story, guys, when I was uh, probably two, three years old uh, in the faith, mm-hmm. and I hit a wall where, I forget what it was, I think I had an issue with the second year or something. to church, yeah. And I missed like four <laughs> services, so midweek Sunday, midweek Sunday, and this was the following midweek, and I didn't go. So, mm-hmm. 
And so I'm laying in my room in my bed, you know, convicted. But I was like, I'll show them, you know. And all of a sudden, we had a nanny, which was a Christian. The kids was two and three at the time. And so I heard a knock at my bedroom door. And I was like, hello. It was like, uh, Bob, it's such and such. It was a sector leader, the song leader, one of the main ministry leader, <laughs> and then one of my buddies. They bust in the room. I'm in bed. And they stood at the bed and say, bro, what are you doing? What's yeah. wrong? Yeah. You know, and at first I was resistant. What, what, yeah. get out, what is going on? But I started crying because mm. I seen what true love was. Yeah. They left midweek, you know, this is like 10 o'clock at night, came over there to check on me, love me, prayed with me. Right. And so situations like that where you've been given to, yeah. Yeah. that for us, we feel like we want to yeah, give that back. back. Yeah. That's what real love is. That's yeah. what a rubber hits the road at versus I'm going to pray for you. Right. You know, hopefully things yeah. are, no, you get involved and you right. go over yeah. there. Right. So. Yeah. 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 I think also like sometimes people are afraid that they're not going to know what to say or mm. they're, they don't know, you know, the right, you know, whatever words yeah. or right. what to do, right? Yeah. But I think just getting involved, just asking how how are you or yeah. how can I help you or yeah. can we pray together, I right. think is yeah. really powerful because right. yeah. I think people do need to know that they are seen, one, and they're mm -hmm. missed if they're mm -hmm. not there. But I think also it's just good for our own faith and our own hearts to put ourselves out there mm -hmm. right. and not just be safe, you yeah. know, yeah. in the background. Yeah. Um, yeah, just watching stuff happen. You right. Know? Yeah. 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 Sure. And I think it, it, it works best when everybody's given their 100%. Yeah. Like I remember somebody, I don't even remember where I heard it in a class or something, we were getting married, somebody said, it's not... 50-50, you each are going to give 50%, it's 100-100. And mm -hmm. that way, if one of you falls short, the other one covers it. Right. Right. And right. I think the same thing with these relationships that you guys are talking about in that, that it's my responsibility to have people in my life. It's, mm -hmm. my, it's my responsibility to right. be open, confess my sins. Yeah. But it's also good to have people in my life that aren't going to wait around for me to ask. They're right. going to ask me. You know, right. they're going to yeah. they're going to want to know what's going on with me, with Robert Carrillo. And I, I remember, uh, you know, I would bounce when I was working with Hope Worldwide. I'd bounce around different cities around the globe. You know, I'd land in India, I'd land in Hong Kong, I'd be in Mexico, I'd be in, and always there's always elders or key people that would say, okay. Robert, I want to know what's going on with you. How are you doing? Mm. You're bouncing all over the world. I'm guessing right. you're not tied yeah. into your home uh, fellowship. Yeah. How are you doing? And yeah. I so appreciated that yeah. you know, right. because that it, good right. stuff. it made me yeah. feel loved. You know, yeah. it made me feel like okay, somebody cares that I don't just I'm not a bottle rocket that's going to boom blow right. up and that's right. it. You know, right. 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 is that somebody cares about me? And I think um, I think we've got to make sure we're doing that. You know, mm. that's so needed in the fellowship that. We take responsibility for ourselves, so we're not waiting for somebody to ask. Right. Yeah. But we also take responsibility for our brothers and sisters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we yeah. ask them. You right. know, and, and not that we have to ask everybody, because I know that can be overwhelming if we, oh no, I, now I'm responsible for the, <laughs> the whole region or the whole Bible talk. Or, <laughs> right, right. No, but, but God puts people in our life, yeah. you know, and we know who to ask, and we know. And, yeah. and if we doubt, you can always step out of your circle and ask, you know, yeah. hey, how you doing? Mm. And I appreciate that. So, yeah. amen, I appreciate that a lot. It's mm. good. Amen. So, yeah. um, this question feels a little like we answered it already to me, but I guess no, not. I think, I, yeah, no, I'd love... <laughs> um, what's your vision for the yeah, region? What, what's, 
What's your vision, What's your vision? for the What's reading? Vision? <laughs> I noticed Tim cheated. He read our vision statement. <laughs> Although I gotta say, I'm glad he read it because because oh I love oh that man. vision statement. That, right. I, I've been in a lot of places. That is the coolest vision statement I've ever seen. Amen. But uh, what's yeah. your personal like? What do you think? What do you see happening? What great things do you see in the future? Well, uh, I think for me, and I think I shared this the last opportunity uh, you guys gave me to do the Sunday lesson. Mm. Uh, I think God is setting us up to blow all of our minds for what mm. he's going to do in Metro L.A. Uh, you know, I think of the song, Now to Him Who Is Able to Do. I'm not a singer. It's scripture over to Ephesians. I knew you get to laugh at that. But um, I definitely do believe that God is fortifying Metro LA right mm. now yeah. and setting us up because once we get it and we get it right mm. and we're set up right, yeah. man, the sky is going to be the limit. Yeah. And then we'll look around and we'll all say, it's not because of any of us. Right. It's right. because of God. That's right. Yeah. You know, That's right. and our belief in God. Love and so, that. you know, our vision for the region, the sky's the limit. I think mm-hmm. we're going to be, in a righteous way, the example for others to look towards and say, man, look how they built that. Look how mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. built mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. That's right. And look, look at the benefits because they have remained surrendered to God's will. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and so for me, that, that, yeah. that would be it. That's awesome. That's I good. love that. I love that. To be able to say, look what God did. Yeah. And not as a veneer because we did something awesome right. or give glory to God, but right. really know that God did something. Yeah. yeah. Did something here. Yeah. And, and put ourselves in the position for him to do something great. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Amen. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Anita? Um... You Ditto. were going to no. say that, I was right? Say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he stole it. He stole your line. He stole my answer. <laughs> um, I think my vision, I, again, I think really for us, again, as a, as a region, to really focus on God and mm-hmm. not focus mm-hmm. on man. Mm-hmm. I think, and, and it's hard because we do appreciate, you know, and value our leaders. But again, understanding we're all human mm-hmm. and we're all going to blow it and mm-hmm. they're gonna, we're going to disappoint each other. But yeah. God never disappoints us. That's and right. through everything, God's going to give us the victory. So I think if we just stay focused on God and who he is and who he created us to be, um, yeah, as Bobby says, sky's the limit. But not just get focused on, on man and just yeah. really focus on God. Yeah, That's great. Uh, that's a great vision. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. And I know that's that's what I want to be a part of. Yeah. I want to be a part of something God is doing. That's, right. you know, yeah. I think when I was a younger man, I wanted to go do great things. I wanted mm-hmm. to go be the one who did this or did that or, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, it was, it was a mixed bag because I wanted to glorify God, but I knew I also wanted to put my mark out there, you know, and now I just... I just love being part of what God is doing, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and that and that, and that to me is like that's that's when it's awesome when you when you're you, you place yourself in a position where God does amazing things, yeah. mm-hmm. and I totally yeah. agree. I think that that's that's what's happening. You know, we're getting stronger on the inside. Yeah, we're getting yeah. spiritually stronger. Yeah, yeah. and a, and mm-hmm. a spiritually strong group is like the tree planted, you know, and in, in by the stream that's right. going to bear yeah. fruit yeah. in season and out of season and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it's, you know, pandemic, world's going nuts and all this stuff, but but we're getting stronger. Yeah. And that's what's what's really cool. I've yeah. got a I've got a little avocado tree I've been growing for 
about what four years now and, <laughs> and it started out just a little guy that I bought real cheap at Lowe's and now it's a it's a pretty good oh, sized wow. tree but what's been really cool even though it's still in a pot is seeing that trunk get thicker mm. and thicker wow. mm-hmm. and it's getting strong yeah. yeah and that's what I, what I feel like I see happening <clears throat> in the region Amen. the trunk's getting thicker and thicker Amen. and it's getting stronger so yeah. super excited I stole one of Michelle's. She's the one that stole one. Look at your tree. The trunk's getting really That's thick. That's why she gave that eye. Oh, yeah, she gave me the eye. Gave the side eye. She gave me the Renita eye. She gave me the Renita eye. Yeah, I'm not usually here to say that, oh, that one was mine. <laughs> wow. Yes, but it's true. But thank you so much, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Yes. How devoted you are. Yeah. We, yeah. we appreciate you guys so much, and we especially appreciate your heart for the church, your heart yeah, for yeah. God's Thank people. Thank you. Yeah. You're always putting God's people at the top of your list, and yeah. we love that. We love being co-workers with you and partners in the gospel. Amen. Well, thank so. you guys so much as well. We're super yeah. excited. Definitely. Even that first interview, we knew you guys was the one who started praying. <laughs> yeah. uh, seriously, though, we're super excited to have both of you. Uh, you guys, uh, you know, the example, mm-hmm. your love for God, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, your church builders, yeah. not just CEOs. Yeah. And there's a difference, yeah. and we've seen the other kind. And yeah. so I'm excited to have you. I know everyone is. So thank you for thank you. your leadership mm-hmm. and your love for the region and the church. Mm-hmm. And uh, whatever we can do, you yeah. know, we're here Amen. to uh, thank help you. out. So. Amen. Thank so you. good night to everybody. Great time together. And uh, thank you so much, Henleys, for all that you do. We love you guys. Amen. Amen. Cheers to you guys. Buen <laughs> camino. <laughs> You've just listened to the Metro LA Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit MetroLARegion.com.